live from Danny's favorite attraction, Toy Story Midway Mania. This is Fish Sean Woo. Chief Woo Woo. Tinker of Magic Bands. And I have a very special announcement. Our boys, Kevin, Danny, Eli, and of course Lee, have been nominated for a very special award. They've been nominated for the adult-oriented Disney podcast. We need the Mauican Nation, the Mauwets, the Mauamaniacs to get out there and vote for our friends. Kevin, Danny, Eli, and of course, Lee. Hey, Eli, you moved up in the ranking. You're now number three on your way to the top. What do you think about that, brother? Now, getting back to my message. We need the Malakin Nation to go out and vote. I've asked these guys to include the link where you can vote in their show notes. So make sure you click on it and vote for the Magic Our Way podcast. Best adult-oriented Disney podcast going. This concludes the public service announcement. Chief Woo Woo signing off. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. Magic our way in 15. Go out and vote. Time is running out. Go vote. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, way Podcast. podcast. the thunder thor <laughs> did i say that with enough passion you did yeah because i could I, I, I thought about going sexy with it or like really just angry with it but i decided to go like wwe announcement michael buffer is what michael i was buffer, thinking is that what was. it was and where's the thunder thor <laughs> like kind of like oh i like that one yeah that's a good one you should have all eli do you have a version you want to throw on i there? can't just... beat that <laughs> <laughs> well this is true that was pretty good oh man <laughs> Anyway, guys, welcome to another episode of the Magic R Way. You know, I hadn't done an intro like that in a while. No, you have not. You, you haven't done one of those non sequitur type intros yet. Yeah, yeah. I can incorporate that into my little. He did the Avengers Assemble thing once. Remember that? Yes, he did do Avengers Assemble. He that did was do that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that was a while ago. But anyway, I'm going to think I'm going to start bringing that back again. But anyway, guys, my name is Kevin. And I am Danny. And here with us today, we have. The official travel agent of the Magic Railway podcast, My Week in Nation. You ain't never had a friend like Lee, bong bong, boing boing, <laughs> <laughs> whatever you said on the last show, Last of Vika. What did I didn't remember? I, I think said you made bing bing. I don't know what you're talking about. Bing. I said bing bong. No, he's uh, like, no, he said bong 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 bong. <laughs> I said, don't you mean bing bong? Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that, that was, was very good. good. 
All right. And so also in the show, we have the proprietor of Ivory Comics, which can be found at www.ivorycomics.com. Welcome to the show, Mr. Eli Avery. How you doing, Eli? Oh, good, man. How you guys doing out there? Doing all right, man. Doing all right. Just all right. Keeping living, keeping dry-ish. Dry-ish, yeah. Dry-ish. Yeah, I almost, I almost didn't uh, come out because I was afraid of the, the, the storm. You talk about Thor and stuff. I saw some light and I swore like the gods of Odin and, and stuff were out there looking. <laughs> the gods. <laughs> like, we dare you to come out. <laughs> so, guys, y'all ready for this? Yeah. I, uh... You know, I, I'm, over the course of the next few months, before Show 100, I'm going to re, kind of revamp our themes a little bit, kind of make it more unique to us, mm-hmm. like things that people can't find on GarageBand. <laughs> so anyway, the first thing I came up with is I decided to do our own little drum tracks behind the business that I usually do at the beginning of the intro. So I'm going to lay it down for you. I'm you wait, hit. you mean to tell me this is not the Magic Our Way Orchestra? Well, this, well, it's me sitting in with the Magic Our Way Orchestra. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you so I decided to sit in. I brought him into the studio. We did a, a little session the other day. So, uh-huh. you know, ended up, you know, nobody else could hang. So I just did a solo by myself. So All right. That's okay. what it is. So here, here, here it is, man. All right. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. All right. So let me handle some business with that in the background, guys. The Magic Our Way podcast is a New Orleans-based Disney fan podcast. We are artistic buffs talking Disney stuff. We encourage the Moican Nation to be creative with us and let your inner artist come alive. Find everything related to the Magic Our Way podcast from social media links to merchandise at www.magicourway.com. Why should you listen to us? Well, we give you entertainment. We give you analysis. We know our stuff. We ignore no one. We will explore any and every angle of any topic presented on the show, and we allow any and all opinions from our listeners to be presented. We want to be the all-inclusive voice of the Disney fan community. Yeah, it feels good, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah, you like that? You like that. that. So guys, on the Magic Highway Podcast number 82, we'll be discussing news, of course. We've got some listening emails, man. And today we'll be talking about our Disney bucket list, our blue sky goals for all things Disney. Some are attainable, some are a little bit more complicated. Do you have a topic for us to discuss? Send your request in to magicourway at gmail.com. You may not hear it right off the bat, but I guarantee you that it is in our list of future shows. All right, guys, so enough of this jibber-jabber and jamming. Let's go make some magic. Be our guest. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. Well, I gotta tell you that 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 Magic Railway Orchestra sounds just phenomenal. I mean, it sounds just like the original soundtrack. Isn't that crazy? Absolutely. Yeah, that guy sounds just like Lumiere. Anyway, <laughs> guys, you know that music means that we are in guest services, and the first thing I want to talk about is something we probably should be talking for a while, but we just learned about it ourselves. But I'm gonna let Lee kind of talk about it, and it involves booking a vacation with Lee Lastovica Travel, man. Lee, won't you take it away and tell the good Moican Nation what you do? That is so wonderful. So, uh, yes, any time that um, you make a booking through my agency and I get paid that uh, commission check from Disney, I will donate a percentage of that to Girl Power to Cure, which is a foundation uh, that helps to find a cure for Rett syndrome. And I'll leave a link in the show notes. or I'll ask Kevin to leave a link, technically. Yep. Uh, but just, just to give you a quick synopsis of what Rett syndrome is, it's a rare... Uh, but severe brain disorder that affects uh, only girls. It's uh, usually discovered in the first two years of life. 
Although there's no cure, early identification and treatment may help girls and families who are affected by Rett syndrome. Basically, uh, like I said, I make a donation uh, every year to a percentage of my uh, bookings go to the Girl Power to Cure Foundation. Yeah, so So. Lee's not just living large off of your bookings. He is actually doing some good with that money, man. So if you do a booking vacation through Lee, you're doing some good, man. Yeah. What what charity do you support? (laughs) With the the proceeds from your comic? They got to buy the comic first. (laughs) (laughs) Eli Can Eat Foundation? You know what? I tell you what. uh, I tell you if I... Guys, Eli set up a halfway house for girls who won't go all the way. <laughs> oh Eli, Eli's hospice. <laughs> hey, no, they models for for the book, you know. So that that's supporting art. There you go. All right. Hey. Uh, you know what? If I do, if I if I if I were to make enough money, I would go and make some effort uh, towards towards uh, probably Alzheimer's. I would. I'd probably oh, that's go good. Yeah, I would do that. Not send a stripper to college. <laughs> I have already done that. To Support pay. single moms. That was before that was before the book. You know, I was, look, I have donated to quite a few charities. If that's one of the charities, uh-huh. oh yeah, I was a, a founding board member. That's upstanding. Yes, gave gave a few girls PhDs <laughs> in their day. And HIVs. <laughs> Damn. I got an Jeez. HIV and STD. <laughs> On top of my PhD. On top of the PhD. On my DIC. <laughs> Who's next? All right, y'all. We got an email in from Joshua Roberge. Uh, I don't know where you're from, Joshua, but um, I'm assuming the Louisiana pronunciation here. So it could be Robergy. Yes. But anyway, so he says, hey, guys, first, let me thanks for all you do. Oh, I'm sorry. First, let me say thanks for all you do. I've been listening for a few months now and look forward to it every week. Recently, my wife and I decided to start training for the Wine and Dine Half Marathon coming up in November. Neither of us are runners, so this is a big goal. While I was on a training run a few weeks ago, I came across the episode you did on the Run Disney events and really enjoyed listening. I've heard these events are nothing else and can't wait to experience it. I think it's, I meant to say it's like nothing else. Like nothing else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And can't wait to experience it. And let me tell, if I can train for this and complete it, just about anyone can. So no excuses, Kevin. So he called me up. Oh, he yeah, called he you out. Oh. Yes. Yeah. I have to, I have to uh, m- let this marinate in my head. You know what he said to you? What's he said? Where's the thunder, Thor? That's right. He said, where's the Ooh. thunder, Thor? Mm. It's in my thighs and my gut right now. <laughs> That's where the thunder's at. Oh. That shit claps, thunder. too. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the thunder is located right around Kevin's muffin top. Yes, and it kind of spills over into <laughs> the, the danger zone. <laughs> I'll see you. He says, I'll see you at the starting line. If you think the Moeekin Nation would be interested in a review after, let me know. I'd love to chat with you guys about it. Thanks again, guys. Josh Roberge. And yeah, Josh, absolutely, man. If you compete in that, we'd love to hear your experiences from another Moeekin, man. I'm sure they would appreciate it here. We got a travel agent on mm-hmm. that specifies and also runs it. We'd like to see what the normal Moeekin tribe member uh, experiences with the uh, a Disney marathon, just a run Disney event in general. I can tell you how that's cool. going to be. What's that? <laughs> 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 oh, at the end of the race. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Did he say he was going? He was doing it this year. Or he's training for next year. I think he said he's doing. He didn't specify, but he he said he's he's going to start training for the. Oh, in in November he said. Yeah, hmm. this coming November when you. Uh, I don't know if it coincides. Well, with then your, we should uh, we should meet up, man. I'll be there. For you're going to be there for weekend. that. Yeah, oh. I'm going the same weekend as Marathon Weekend. Oh, well, Josh, Joshua, hopefully you hear this in time. If not, well, I'll shoot you an email, let you know. But yeah, Lee's going to be down there. 
Definitely, yeah. he could do an on-the-site interview. No, we got to see who, who would win. Yes. Who will we win between the them line. two. That's oh. what you want. That's what we need right there. That's what you want. Oh, oh. a race between Lee and Joshua? Yeah, oh. who, who has the better time? Oh, no, hold on, wait a minute. How did this happen? <laughs> Isn't that what you were saying? Yeah. No I, no, I said I will be waiting at the finish line. Oh, I thought he meant like, oh. I'll be waiting for you, like, show up. That's what he meant, right? So he gets the interview no, at the don't end. don't be a yeah. wuss. You like to run. Go, go, go race him. Yeah, I could get in the race first. That race is already sold out. I'm sure. No, you, can... you don't need to get in a race. Just uh, we want a relay race or something. Oh. Can y'all do like a like a, uh, a forty yard a... dash? Forty yard dash 40 from, yard from Mexico dash. to Canada. Yeah, oh. <laughs> that's good. From Mexico to Canada. Yeah, there's plenty of room. You're not gonna run into anybody. Uh huh. And whoever wins, will give y'all a prize. Interesting. Oh, All you right, know what well, you we'll could see do? What happens? We're gonna. We Who has that the fastest time? Wait, wait. I got it. I got it. <laughs> Both of y'all have to get to uh, Hollywood Studios at Rope Drop, and y'all have to sprint to Toy Story Mania. <laughs> and whoever gets there first are both losers. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, so Joshua, I, I, Lee's going to be there, man. So uh, listen, shoot us an email, man. We'll, we'll get that taken care of. Or Lee will get in touch with you or something, and we'll get yeah, it on the side interview. We'll, figure something out. We'll, we'll work something. I want to see the race. I, I, you know, can, can we have Mrs. Lastovica videotape the race? You got a GoPro or something? Or we can even uh, periscope it. Mm-hmm. You know, we got a Twitter account. Yeah. And the winner will get an Olaf plush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've heard that before. <laughs> it's in the mail. It's in the mail, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and yeah, Josh Coco, uh, it, it's back out. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's, it, it was mailed out this week, I promise. The check is in the mail. So now, Kevin, I mean, all right, so we, we've discussed Lee's role in the race now. What about you? He's calling you out. To run this oh. thing. Oh, I've got, a, I've got a marinade on that. Because that's a hell of a commitment. <laughs> yeah, that is. That's a lot. Have you, that takes when, time. When's the last time you ran? Uh, when I had to go take a dump the other day. <laughs> 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 Not to be crass, but that's the truth. That He's honest. The, uh, that's the truth. You know, I can only be honest. He's honest. Honest Kevin. It was just uh, all of a sudden, no warning. Just Yeah, I freaked the cat out. <laughs> <laughs> Did they play the Chariots of Fire theme song? While no, you but I had, the, I had the Bugs Bunny. Pew! <laughs> sound go. They say you got challenge. It was one thing the guys that can't do in a run. He did. He did challenge. He you. challenged he did, yeah. you. This is like that ice bucket thing. Well, I'll, I'll, you, you got to yeah. do it now. <laughs> well, I'll challenge two friends not in the room. Oh lord. <laughs> I'll, I'll just send the check then. <laughs> I, oh, oh, I did that. Yeah. You get a lot of heat that way. You got yeah. challenge, Kevin. I what did. do you do? I you did. Just like back down. I'm gonna you bring go the go thunder, Thor. There you go. <laughs> You go take it to him. Bring my thunder thighs, Thor. There you go. <laughs> Tell him, Chief. That's right. There you go. I'm not the Chief. That's that's Sean. That's woo woo woo. No, no. In all fairness, Polynesians do not run because you're in an island because you can't get too far. That's no, true. <laughs> you so go halfway around. You. That's done. why when you see a Polynesian uh, player in the NFL, they're mostly mm-hmm. offensive linemen. Yeah, they're offensive linemen or defensive tackles because they don't move. That's true. <laughs> they move you. <laughs> yeah. I unless, move unless, volcano. That's right. I don't run around them. I love you. <laughs> I love. Oh my god. Who's next? All right, and we got another email this time from Eric Grubb with two Bs. He says, "Hi guys, just want to let you know after listening to episode 80B that you've got at least one listener who's an active member of the 501st since you seem to know what that was. What that is. Anyway, love your show. Been listening to your show since around episode 20, I believe so. So keep up the good work." Grub sent from his iPhone. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. so we got a member. Uh, one of the Moicans is also in the five hundred first. He's an active five hundred first. He's a Moican is serving in the five hundred first. Those like guys that? are everywhere. Yes, dude, they're so serious, man. When the when the 
Comic Con came to Houston. They were there. Oh my God, they are so serious, dude. Oh, I, I even wrote him back. You know, I asked him. I was like, yeah, you know, asked him about his costumes and stuff, and maybe hopefully get some pictures. But he wrote. Uh, yeah, I've got three currently: an officer with a black uniform, mm-hmm. an ATST driver, mm-hmm. and a biker scout. Mm. He said, "My favorite these days is the biker, but yeah. man, I can't. I, but can I be a sweaty mess after wearing that for a few hours?" I bet. <laughs> he said, uh, "We got a couple of folks between my garrison in Maryland and the Virginians that have the new episode seven stormtrooper. Many of my friends are excited for the new costume opportunities that will be coming." Personally, I love the look of the new X-Wing pilot uniform and helmet. Those look amazing. Eric, sent from his iPod. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, Eric, man, I'd love to see pictures of you in your, in your different costumes and outfits and stuff. Or maybe even your garrison, yeah. dude. That'd be pretty cool. We'll Send put them in. We'll post them up on the Facebook page. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. We'll put it on the website, too. We'll put it by your name. We should think of a, 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 a Moeka name for him. Sweaty Mess in Maryland. By- <laughs> Sweaty, Sweaty Mess in Maryland? Ca- yeah, he's, he's, yeah he's, his garrison's in Maryland. 501 Sweats. He's from Maryland? Yeah. Um, hmm. Sweaty mess in costume. 501. <laughs> so 501 sweats. 501 sweat. That's like a hip hop name. That's not like you thinking. <laughs> Come on. We're, we're doing Mo Weekend. It's got to be Indian sounding. Uh, heat big 501 sweats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Heat big sweats. Heat, heat big sweats. Heat big sweats. <laughs> All right. So Eric Grubb, just to let you know, man, we, we got your uh, Mo Weekend name for you. Heat big sweats. Heat big sweats. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, heat big sweats grub. That will we'll put you in our roll call on the website, man. That's that's your Moeka name, given on this day. Well, episode eighty-two. I should just say that. Absolutely, absolutely. So, congratulations, sir. You are now a part of the Moeakan tribe, and we thank you for your service in the five hundred first. And how? Who's next, guys? And just the last thing to remind you: um, every show that we do from here on out gets us closer and closer to our hundredth episode. So. Uh, we want to have you involved, very involved with the 100th episode. We want to hear what your favorite moments of the first, I guess, 99 shows of the Magic Our Way podcast. And we may even have a good surprise for you on that day when that day show day comes. And we'll make more announcements as it comes. But uh, the first step is here, guys. We want to know what your favorite moments from any of the episodes. And we're talking about from every, any of our regular shows. or uh, You can even count any of the field reports and whatnot. So... Definitely listen to those. There are a lot of good ones there. You know, I referenced the one with Danny and, and, and his brother-in-law, Aaron, doing some things on the balcony. And so, um, anyway, just, uh, yeah, send us an email, magicrway.gmail.com, and we want to know what your favorite moment from the first 99 shows was. So, with that note, man, we got some things to talk about in the queue. <laughs> All right, so the first thing up in the queue, man, is, uh, you know, everybody's talking about it, and you probably can guess. We're going to kind of touch upon it because, you know, we, uh, we, we kind of have to talk about this. The selfie stick. Disney <laughs> is banning them from its parks. You notice I didn't say U.S. parks strictly. Mm-hmm. It just said parks. I'm um, reading this article, for, and I picked this article from PC World because that just kind of goes to show you how widespread this article is going. I got a big something from the Disney blog or any of the other Disney podcasts, but the fact that it, it's all the way on PC World, which is mostly a computing It was in uh, the Wall magazine. Street Journal, I think. Yeah, it's on the Wall Street Journal, too. Um, but anyway, I'll post a link to all these, and, and if you're any Disney fan, you know about all this. 
But anyway, yeah, it, the Disneyland, the ban of, takes effect at Disneyland and Disney World and Disney's Paris and Hong Kong locations. Mm-hmm. You know, they hadn't said anything about Japan or they hadn't said the upcoming uh, uh, Shanghai. Well, France is where I saw it the worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. France, was, uh, Danny, if you remember those shows, Danny was talking about how he ran into the whole selfie stick and that he saw that there before the craze caught on here in the United States. So anyway, that's going to happen. Actually, we're recording this on the Sunday before it happens. It, it happened, or by the time you listen to this, will happen on June 30th of 2015. And uh, people that are going to the Disneyland Paris and Hong Kong Disneyland, their band starts on the following day on July 1st. Okay? So, yeah, and let's see. It's something from the Sentinel. Disney World's Kim Prunty tells the Sentinel that selfie sticks have become a growing safety concern for both our guests and cast. And it says, according to the paper, Disney employees will check bags for selfie sticks at park entrances. If they find one in your bag, they'll hold on to it for safekeeping until you leave the park. Or they may use it to take selfies of themselves while they're bored sitting at the inspection station, hmm. which is okay. But ultimately, you can leave it in your car or your hotel room. So, guys, if you're attempting to visit the parks anytime on starting on June 30th or in the International Parks on June, July 1st, you, man, you best just leave those sticks at home if you really, really love those sticks. <laughs> I will probably never own one, so I don't really care. Yeah, I miss the days when selfie stick was just a cute little nickname I had for my penis. <laughs> that what you left there, your right hand closet. Well, if my wife was more active, it wouldn't be so selfie. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <It's> a- <laughs> You just take pictures yourself with it? Uh, well, only when I, I'm chatting online. Yes, it go. There you go. Good one. Chat roulette. <laughs> I use I use mine when I was on, on the Yahoo dating site. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> don't feel bad. I'm just saying. You oh. know, the selfie stick. I mean, if people would have just used it responsibly, this would have never happened. They could have had their their selfie sticks, and and everything would have been just fine. But because a couple of bad apples had to go ahead and whipping out their selfie stick. On California Screaming or Big Thunder Mountain, yep. now they have to institute a, a, a park-wide ban on, on the selfie sticks, which, you know, I would never own one, but I, I can see why people would like to have them. I mean, I remember being in Europe, and like I said, the selfie stick was everywhere. And there was no photo pass photographers on Main Street. The only way you could get a picture in that park was to either ask a stranger to take a picture of you or you had to do a selfie. So having a little selfie stick would have come in handy. So there, there's moments where the selfie stick could come in, into play, but because people were not smart with it, it's got to go away. And it reminded me of this book that I'm, I'm looking forward to picking up. It's coming out on July 17th, 1995, called The People Versus Disneyland by David Koenig, How Lawsuits and Lawyers Transform the Magic. And it's all about how frivolous lawsuits people not thinking, people suing the parks have shaped the way you enjoy the parks. Like, for instance, I, I know we all remember and enjoyed the Skyway. You remember how wonderful the Skyway was? I mean, who wouldn't have wanted to ride through the Skyway going through the Matterhorn? It just looked beautiful. But because you could not count on people to stay in that car or not throw things down on people, that had to go away. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I referenced the past show where I said I used to toss coins into the yes. 20,000 leagues uh, water. Oh, yes. I was like, why? Therefore, you... destroying the attraction forever, and now it's gone, and now it's whatever it is. Somebody's now. always got to do something crazy. It's always a Yeah, that's that six-year-old Kev. Sorry. <laughs> it's, it wasn't just one or two people. You know, it was. it's just out of control. Mm-hmm. And so they have no choice. Because, like, even if it was if it was just one or two people doing it, then they could just, hey, pull them aside, don't do that again, they're going to kick out of the park, whatever. But it's just, it's so out of control that the, there's no stopping it. With, if they're in the park, someone's going to use them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because think of it like this. Okay, let's say we're on the ride with the person that's, that's got the selfie stick. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I don't know how long the stick can extend. But that means in order for them to kind of, we're on the ride, this person basically has to take the little stick and then they got to put it over like, you know, say, oh, excuse me, sorry, boom. Here's his cell phone stick thing passing me right in the face. You yes. know what I'm saying? And I'm like, you know, I don't need that. Take the picture when you're off the ride. Now, as far as the thing where, let's say they take a picture of themselves while they're on the ride and it hits a part of the ride and the phone goes and hits somebody and stuff like that, I don't think that's Disney's fault. Me personally, I, I don't, you know, no, I, I think they should sue the person who had this, you know, the stick. I think anybody that takes a four or $500 iPhone and sticks it at the end of a stick <laughs> and, it, <laughs> and says, point. hey, let's, let's pull it out on a ride where I'm going 200 miles an hour mm-hmm. is not a very bright person. Yeah. Yep. I just say, why not just do this? Just say you could bring it into the park, but just not on a ride. Leave anything you they had. Tried well, they tried it. They did that. They That's tried the problem. It. They did that. And no one paid exactly. Mm-hmm. It was it's, here. This, for, this was the article that was on ThemeParkTourist.com. However, even though cast members did their best to try and enforce this rule, it was still largely ignored by guests yes. on an increasingly frequent basis. Okay. Although cast members were supposed to stop rides when this happened, the sheer volume of violators made total enforcement of this policy near impossible, mm-hmm. frustrating both cast members and guests alike. So that was the original. There was signs up. Don't take it on the ride. Da, 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 da. Okay. And everyone said, you know what? I paid my money. I'm doing this. Yep. yep. Uh, well, with Disney, great I, power comes great responsibility. Disney, look, hey, <laughs> Disney had no choice on that one. I do yeah. not blame no. them one bit for what they did. I just, like I said, they wouldn't listen. That's unfortunate, though. You know, that's 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 Disney's house. You know, really. I mean, yeah. that's that's the way I would look at it. Well, um, it's unfortunate for people who who would like to take advantage of that and, and use it and use it responsibly, but because people can't use it responsibly, it's a Kevin wasn't pitching quarters off of the sky. I know. know. We'd still be able to run that sucker. (laughs) I I do apologize to my weekend nation for doing that. Too late now. uh, Damage is done. It sure is. I'm updating the (laughs) Wikipedia page for the Skyway right now. Does not exist anymore because of Kevin. (laughs) Reference Kevin. All right, guys. Who wants to eat some poop? Yummy Okay. Some chocolate luscious poop. Um, it's got sprinkles. It might. I'm sure it does. Corn yeah. sprinkles. Sprinkles. It's stuff that looks like milk. Milk duds look like poop. Maybe that's what they were selling. <laughs> Listeners, if you don't know what we're talking about, how, how can you not? This has been everywhere. But yeah, for a little, a limited time magic, <laughs> uh, Animal Kingdom was selling poop candy. So you could buy like horse poop candy. You could buy little balls of cow candy, goat candy. And it looks like poop. And it looks like, it poop. Looks like poop. Yes, you can you can Google these pictures everywhere. No, it's, uh, sorry. Here's, here's the thing. This was at that new um, Zuri Sweet Shop. Yeah. Which is uh, at the new uh, little food pavilion over there, where they got the sausages and the uh, <laughs> ribs and that stuff. Sausage so ribs had, and poop. They had elephant poop, hippo poop, 
giraffe poop and cotton top tamarind poop. And they wow. would basically, you know, chocolate with peanut butter fudge with oats and coconuts. Flavors of the world. Fudge, Actually, that's stuff that will make you with poop. oats and peanut yeah. butter. So, so, Lee, I just showed Eli a picture of one of the poop desserts. <laughs> so, Eli, first reactions. What do you think? Would you eat that? Uh, well, at least they have it in a nice wrapper as opposed to just hay or grass. Yeah, yeah that's so. nice. No, it's a nice presentation. Yes, I get, well, you can give them that. It's yeah. not like they say, hey, listen, your your dessert is somewhere in that grass over there. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> See what that animal just <laughs> left? Go right there. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> what do you do? That, I mean, that looks, no, that looks, that looks good, uh, like, you know, for candy, but, I mean. That looks good? Not I mean, actual it, poop, but, <laughs> you know. If it wasn't called poop, would would it, you know, like it a, looks like something that would like a like a cake ball or something yeah, that's surrounded by chocolate yeah. coating. I can I can see that from looking at it, but but I'm sorry, that's just me. You put poop in there, none of that does not entice me to to, to get it. Yeah, it's well, one, it, it, apparently though, it's already done. Uh, the test is done. Uh, someone was posting on the our agency page the other day. That they had gone to Animal Kingdom and they weren't doing it anymore. So. They discontinued the poop. Yeah, I guess they ran out of poop. The animals couldn't uh, keep up with the poop demand. No, <laughs> Germans showed up and droves. I want to come with the pooper. I want to eat with the pooper. I'm here for the pooper. Pooper. Hi, I'm, I am Hans and I want to eat with the pooper. You want the pooper. I heard about the pooper. Schnell! <laughs> All right. So, yeah, so it only lasted for two weeks. Oh, actually, a little less than two weeks as, 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 as the poop lasted. Number two, two weeks. Two. See yeah, that? two is the key word for there's this. A, there's poop a, there's a connection there, right there. I'm just yep, saying. Yep. You got to read into that. You can't take that with a selfie stick. <laughs> I'm pooped out. <laughs> so, <There> you go. <laughs> listeners, if you were down there while they had the poop offerings and you would like to come on the show and tell, or you just even send us a voicemail about your poop uh, experience. We'd love to hear it. Basically, if you want to talk shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So uh, just got to give you a heads up. This is kind of a last minute thing for me. But on the Behind the Magic podcast, they like to be known for Zeke and Rachel had me on for their season two, episode 16 of Takeover Tuesday. They started this whole thing where they have a guest or somebody just come and take over the show. They can come on and basically talk whatever they want to do. Kind of like what we had. uh um what was it Listener X? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, kind of like we had Listener X do while I was out. He came in, kind of took over the show. He kind of booked the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a smaller version of that, a little a little snack-sized version of that. So you can listen to me on Season 2, Episode 16, which was uh, released on the 22nd of June. So there you go. Check it out. Support those guys over there. All right, guys. Next up on the queue, a little bit of a Hollywood Studios update. Some are rumored, some are confirmed. Let's start with uh, what is confirmed. Uh, This kind of broke my heart to see this a bit, but in the Disney Hollywood Studios, uh, they're shutting down things left and right, apparently. Villains in Vogue, uh, the Disney villain shop, the only villain shop that I'm aware of Mm -hmm. within Disney property is shutting down. That was a that was a cool store too. Yeah, it was. That, a very that cool was store. the only store you could find villains merchandise. Yes. Yeah. I mean, they had some stuff sprinkled around all the other stores, but this was the first one. I remember when it opened. It was like the first one that mm-hmm. was dedicated to the villains. I could only hope that with this closing, they're planning for a bigger store that may happen in downtown Disney, or I'm sorry, Disney Springs. 
Can I just pray for that, maybe, or something? You, you can hold your breath, I suppose, if you want, but I just don't see that happening. Yeah. Um, according to the sign posted, the former Villains in Vogue store will now be known as Real Vogue and will sell Tinseltown treasures, including plushes, toys, housewares, and more. What? So, housewares. Yeah, I know. Also, it was one of the best themed stores around Halloween. Yes, absolutely. Yep, it was so very nice. why they would, of, of all the homogenized merchandise where they could switch over to store and it meant nothing, to pick on this one particular store, I, it just blows my mind. This is the one, you know, I always said that when we went to Hollywood Studios, Muppets was a, a must-stop, yeah. as well as the bookstore, um, yep. or the coffee shop slash bookstore. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. this was also a must-stop, and I'm, I'm kind of sad to see it go. Yeah. I'm with you there. Like I said, I can only hope maybe they're opening something bigger. Down the road. I guess we'll just have to keep our ears out for the rumor mill or whatever else. Any kind of announcements that may come down the pipe. Yeah, and just to kind of give you a little bit more on this, it says, considering the short refurbishment period, uh, they doubt that much will change in the shop's interior. Perhaps some of the villain's artwork will remain, but the shift away from villain's-only merchandise is certainly a surprise as many flock to this retail location for its unique assortment of all things evil. From the sounds of it, Real Vogue will be another carbon copy Disney souvenir shop to the other retail locations that dot Hollywood Boulevard, uh, like Cover Story and Mickey's of Hollywood. If this is indeed the case, it's certainly a loss for the guests who like the variety that Villains in Vogue provided. Number two on that news. Number two on that news. <laughs> no word, uh, I suppose, whether or not, because it also became kind of like a little sweet shop as well, where they had uh, little sweets mm-hmm. that they sold at the very front of it. Yeah. Well, where, where are you reading that from, that article? It's on Theme Pork. Theme Pork. Theme, pork. <laughs> theme Park Tourist.com. Okay. So, guys, you won't have to wait long to find out the changes coming to this retail location as Villains in Vogue is scheduled to reopen as Real Vogue later in the week. So beyond Villains in Vogue, then, the next one is, is more rumored than confirmed, and that is that the magic of Disney animation will be closing over at the Disney Hollywood Studios. So another uh, closure. This one may or may not reopen, folks. This one might go down permanently. Uh, no. it, yeah. No. It hasn't. Go ahead, Lee. Yeah, I'd actually heard this rumor as well, and I didn't. Uh, I mean, you hate to see something like that go, but you almost kind of see the writing on the wall. I mean, there's, it's not really an attraction. That's you terrible. Know, do, I mean, I'd hate to see it go, but geez, you know, it's kind of like everything else in Hollywood Studios. It's uh, gone the way it's kind of falling by the wayside. Yeah. Man, as a as an artist, this hurts my heart to hear. That. Well, when they laid off all the artists that used to work there creating animation, I mean that was that was heartbreaking as it was. But I mean, you know, it it kind of experienced a little bit of a, a resurgence in that they actually took the time to actually teach guests how to draw a little bit, mm. which was kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, other than that, like it used to be, like you would just see this little pre-show and you would go into the area and they. You bring you to some crappy computer console where you determine which hero or villain was most like you or something like that. And it was a picture opportunity. It really was a shell of itself. So it seemed like they were actually starting to do some more stuff with it over there. And I don't understand why, you know, they wouldn't do something like let if you're doing a Pixar expansion, why not take that and, and, and do it as a Pixar style animation studio experience yeah yeah where you kind of see people working on maybe not pixar related films but let's say cg animation like um sophia the first Mm -hmm. 
Uh, Jake in the Neverland. No, Jake in the Neverland Pirates looks animated, uh, but, it, it, but I'm it, it, guessing it, yeah. it's probably CG. Yeah, but, it's definitely CG. Yeah. The but boat, still, the ship. Yeah, but still. Yeah, but still, cool. just to see how they how they merge a character with the background stuff like because that's like that is magic to me. I might yes, I might too. draw, but I mean, yeah, you you know you see the realism that they have on on those different shorts and features. I mean, yeah, I would love to see how to do that. Even yeah, it's like a history of animation, like you know, like from the hand drawn all the way to CG now. Mm-hmm. And for the CG part, they could pull in, like you said, Jake. That Miles from Tomorrowland. Mm-hmm. They got they got uh, Sheriff Cali. All those things that they're starting to pull out now, they could definitely use. You know, the the Tinkerbell movies. That they yeah, can put there you out, go. You I know? mean, and and it really it works so well when like I remember going when I was a kid and just being in. Inspired so inspired by that and seeing the guys behind the glass working and drawing and thinking to myself that's what i want to do and then unfortunately i got into college and it was no longer profitable to do that <laughs> yeah well, you have a lot of people in your yeah you have yeah. a lot of people you hear about it yeah. you're like okay well drawing is just kind of done i mean you're not you can't really do it anymore mm-hmm. that hurts and that that's the thing I, I'm, I'm with you uh seeing those guys draw behind the glass that that totally made me want to you know still go in and do it and you know if it, but here's the thing if it wasn't for those guys you wouldn't have these you know these computer you know animated guys because you mm-hmm. still have to have that fundamental eye that fundamental background uh in art right. or definitely animation to be able to pull out a cool camera shot to go ahead and you know figure out proportions of people and stuff like that i mean granted on the computer you can just tilt your pen and be like oh this ain't gonna want this and that but you still needed somebody mm-hmm. to you go still need that basic knowledge that. yeah absolutely absolutely yeah you know um that makes sense that makes total sense look no computer could work well without man Trust right. me on that. You know that just—I hate to hear that. I really do. Me too. It, it broke my heart to hear that. And speaking of breaking my heart, this next one's probably going to break all of our hearts here. One man's dream rumored to be closing in September. Boo! Oh. That was one of my favorite things to visit when I go to the studios. Man. Yes, I no, love dude, it. Like seriously, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's right over the. If they're gonna do, I understand this one. Now, I hopefully they move this to Epcot or do something with it. I, I can't imagine them just letting this go. Uh, but it's right there. Where if you're gonna do a Pixar expansion, that's that's. Marked for territory at that point. You, you need that space. Uh, but yeah, so it's it's rumored to be closing in September. There's no word if it will be relocated, but it is going to presumably be a part of that Pixar expansion, which is going to be right where Toy Story Mania. I mean, it's right by Toy Story Mania. Yeah, it is. Yeah, right. it's right. It's so kind of out of place now. Yeah, it, it does have to go if they're going to expand that. But I would like to see it end up someplace else. Where would you Where would you want to see it? Let's let's brainstorm this. Where would it be great? It, it would. It needs to stay in the studios. Yeah. yeah, it needs to stay in the studios. That's where it's perfect at. If it doesn't stay in the studios, the only other place I can think for it is the theater. That, but they've already did, did away with that, and they've turned it like. And that's the other thing. Okay, so like you take one of the things that um, I used to like to go to downtown Disney for was yeah. the Art of Animation store that they had downtown. Oh yeah, that was a great store. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But then you realize that that Art of Animation store exists exists in Epcot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right over there by Spaceship Earth. Yep. It exists in in. Magic Kingdom, right over there by uh, where the theater used to be. Right. Which is the only other place I can picture this going. And the third place that it exists is in the studios. When you're exiting the magic of Disney animation, you go through the Art of Animation right. store as you're exiting that, that, that showcase. So, I mean, I, don't, I, I guess that store is closing down in, ex- in addition to the animation, the animation exhibit yeah. that you, you would go through. So, Would you want to see it as like an exhibit in Disney Springs, maybe? 
No. No. No, because I don't want to have to go all the way over there to do that. That's the thing, and I'm with Lee on this. It's like, I, I kind of like the fact that I don't have to go to downtown Disney anymore. Now that, and, and they published the pictures online. Yeah. Of them destroying the Adventurers Club, and, and that was heartbreaking. Right. Um, so now I understand. Okay, I don't have to go to downtown Disney anymore unless they give me a unique experience to go down there to see. One man's dream put no, being put over there or, um, you know, a showcase in how to um, animate a film. I, that belongs in the studios. Yeah. You know, so that way all the kids can, can experience it. You know, because you go to the Hollywood studios. There's no guarantee. Downtown Disney is, is if you just happen to have a free day. Right, right. That makes sense. That well, makes I mean, sense. you could you could put it in um, in the Magic Kingdom somewhere. I don't know where you would put it, but you could. You talk about One Man's Dream Kingdom. or the art animation? Yeah, One Man's Dream. One oh, okay. Dream. Where? I, I don't know where. That's not. That's the thing. It was real, real estate. It would fit in the Magic Kingdom. It would make sense. Would you, it would fit on okay. It would fit in Main Street, but it wouldn't fit in Adventureland. No. Nope. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't fit in Liberty Square. Wouldn't fit in Fantasyland. Wouldn't fit in Tomorrowland. Where would it fit yeah. outside of? You're right. Uh, yeah, it'd have to be on Main Street. It'd have to be on Main Street yeah. in that little store, and I don't think that that um, that little store, the, the 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 cinema, I don't think there's enough room back there for them to go ahead and, and have like that elaborate pre-show that they used to do where you, you had Walt's office recreated, all, all right. the models. Which, by the way, I would love to see the, the model for Beastly Kingdom. I would just love... I would love if they would produce some of the models for things that never got made. That'd be a cool museum. Yes. Now, what if you had a de- de- dedicated part of um, in- Interventions for that? And they have plenty of space there. Mm-hmm. Interventions is basically kind of like a warehouse, like a convention center. They could yes. totally... Uh, I think there's only, there's a, there's like one whole area that's not being used at the moment, and I can't remember which part it is. Uh, but somebody out there's picture, but I think that there's enough room there to where you could definitely fill up that space mm-hmm. with this museum. I, I see one man's dream as a museum. Now the art animation, whole thing. I don't. You, you know, you're right. It's got to stay at the studios. I mean, that, that I makes agree. sense to me. Mm-hmm. I don't I, know where else you could put it. I think one man's dream needs to stay at the studios as well because I want to see that prominently featured. I want to see them go ahead and do. You know, I don't want to see Walt putting off like you know like off the beaten path yes. kind of thing. Yeah, that in, makes in, sense. An area that you would rarely ever go see. I think they're missing an, an, an awesome uh, opportunity with the magic of Disney animation to go ahead and say, okay, let's let let's inspire the kids that are walking into our parks right now. Let's inspire the next round of uh, you know right. potential Disney animators. Let, let's get them inspired about wanting to learn about animation. Computer mm-hmm. animation, uh, CGI work. You know, let's do that because that stuff isn't going away anytime soon. No, no it's not. No, it's, it's not. It's a, definitely not, you know. But that's a good way to actually get not only future potential, you know, uh, talent, mm-hmm. but also to have more people invested in the creative side of, of the park. Uh, absolutely. I mean, I know there's some people that like to just go and get the experience, but there's yeah. other people that want to, you know, go ahead and, and say, hey, I can add a little something to this. And that's, you know, magic, I guess, hits everybody different, but mm-hmm. that's how it would hit me every time I would go, you know, yeah. to be able to contribute something to that. I'd learn how to, I would love to learn how to, you know, get down and do something like that. But they take out all the stuff yeah. that they built on it. Hand-drawn animation had a nice little 60, 70-year run. Yeah. Maybe, they- maybe even a little bit more. And then, like, computer animation is within its first 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. You've got a, quite a ways to... Why not build something to try and get people? I mean, you own Pixar. They were on the cutting edge of this. This just seems the story of Pixar. Boom. Boom. 
Yeah. Makes sense to me. I just feel like the, the whole, like all the stuff that they're changing, I can see if they're changing it to modify the store or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like they, it's almost like they're just taking your grandpa and just throwing him outside. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you're going to take an established place that uh, has been around just for so long and then change it out for something, please make sure it's something that proves to have the same worth of establishment as mm-hmm. said place that you're trashing. I, I like agree. that. Yeah, I like that. I'm just saying that hurts me as it just hurt my heart right now. I, same here. that. Yeah. Everything that was cool about them studios, I mean, everything that made you dream and inspire. Like, I remember going through there as a kid and watching, like, how they made the movie effects and being floored. Mm -hmm. Seeing the magic of Disney animation and being floored and uh, just walking away completely inspired. And there's just nothing inspiring over there anymore. I agree. It's one of the parks that, like, again, Animal Kingdom has trumped it as the next park that you'd rather just do. That just killed me. That just, Mm -hmm. yeah. Especially now that you even have Stan Lee in the fold with Marvel. I mean, you own Marvel now. You can't put your Marvel characters in the park, so why not do a little like a Marvel show? Stan Lee's not only going to be around for so long. Oh, yeah. Well, him and Marvel have like a weird relationship. Again, it's like the grandpa analogy. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, yeah, we put your name on the characters and, you know, but then, oh, wait, this mm-hmm. is the movies. Now nah, you're not in that or, mm-hmm. you know, that, that kind of stuff. But, um, Okay, so you got Disney, uh, Disney Animation. You've got Walt Disney that you can you can pull from. You got Pixar. You got John Lasseter that you can pull from. And Bird. now you own, you own Marvel. You've got uh, Stan Lee that you can pull from. And you own Star Wars. You got George Lucas. You can Lucas pull from. Lucasfilm. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, you've got a couple of people that you, if you really wanted to, you could do a little something. You know, just a little something about the different aspects. Be like the Magnificent Seven, almost. <sighs> Maybe. I, I would like to. I would like to see if you had like yeah, like main artists that those guys could pull in, mm-hmm. and even if they did like some video tutorial or something like that, yeah, I yeah, I'd be with that. But again, that's to build upon something that's already been established, not mm-hmm. to sell trinkets to go on your selfie sticks when you're leaving the park at the end of the day. I, you know. I, that you couldn't bring in the park anyway. That you couldn't bring in the park yeah. anyway, right. right. You know? yeah, and just inspire the kids to do something artistic. That's all I'm saying. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, let them walk away feeling like I could be the next Stanley. I could be the next John Laster. I can be the next Walt Disney. I could be the next Jim Henson. How did I forget him? <laughs> I could be the next Jim Henson. I mean, you've got so much that you could pull from. And I don't know. I just remember that was the one thing about that park that I really loved is that it inspired me to think that I could possibly do this one day. No, me too. Yeah. All right, guys. So enough of the news, man. Let's head on to the hub. So today we are talking about the Disney bucket list. Those things that we want to do in the Disney verse, things that may be a little bit out of our reach. Some attainable, some of them a little bit more co- uh, complicated to attain, but just things that we want to do before we kick the bucket, man. So things dizzy related. So I figure, uh, Danny actually presented this article to me. This is a, uh, I want to start it with a little warm up to see if the, any of these things would appeal to you guys. But this is an article from foxnews.com. Wait, before yeah. we get there, I already know it's on Eli's bucket list. Oh, yeah? Two princesses at the same time. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm done on this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's the show. That's it. I'm that's it. We're done. We're done. Visit www.ivancarvis.com. <laughs> Thank you for your time. Good night. And so support the princesses is his charity. So yes, 
That is that. that is my I like that. Yes. That's my new charity. Support the princesses. Support the princesses. I like it. Kissafrog.com. <laughs> ribbit ribbit, baby. Ribbit ribbit. Ribbit ribbit. <laughs> so anyway, with Fox News, they, they put out this list of the most over-the-top experiences at Walt Disney World. So I figure I'd go through this list, just kind of get us warmed up. The whole bucket list thing to see if any of these would make it to your bucket list. Okay. So uh, we're, let's, let's talk about the first one, man. And right off the bat, they list n- number one as Disney's Polynesian Bungalows. And in case you're not familiar with the bungalows, and who is it? But just in case you're not, these are those th- those DVC things that they put in the, uh, in the Bay Lake to and block some of the fireworks views. It's supposed to represent like those bungalows in Fiji and everything else that hang over the water. You take a little wooden path out to the bungalows and you're basically sleeping over water that kind of a thing mm-hmm. would this be something that you'd want to do put on your bucket list is this a- that is on my bucket list is i it? absolutely want to do that okay especially because of the jacuzzi out looking like out on the oh that is true yeah. yes where you can just sit out there and watch wishes sitting in the jacuzzi mm. in full privacy because who can see you right right this is true with two princesses awesome uh-huh there you go <laughs> lee what about yourself everything's better with two princesses yeah i mean i um when we get into a little bit more i'll, I'll kind of give you a little twist on what i thought as far as the as far as this list goes but yes i mean that would be i mean first of all it's at the poly so there you go yeah uh, and then on top of it you know poly like, like danny said you know that's a great view it's <laughs> it's uh is definitely a one of a kind, one of a once in a lifetime experience. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 I'm kind of weird about this. I, I kind of want to do it, but it's like I want to do the real bungalows in like Fiji or Bora Bora first. You well, know, you, you could probably oh. get it for cheaper than. Yeah, <laughs> those bungalows. He's right. Yeah, well, those. Yeah, you're right. Those bungalows, man. You you step out and you look down, and it's like crystal blue water. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. it's just absolutely gorgeous. But no castle. But no fireworks. castle, no princesses, no jacuzzi, whatever. Well, I don't know if it's jacuzzi. It could be jacuzzi. But still, in a way, it's like, yeah, if somebody were to say, here, you can have a bungalow. Okay, in Disney World. It's like, all right, I'll do it. But it's maybe not my, like my first initial thing that I want to do. Like, it, 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 it didn't make my list, in other words. But okay. It made my list. Yeah. I, I, I hear what you're saying. But at the same time... Jacuzzi's two princesses. <laughs> Me that's, and my wife smooth. sitting in a jacuzzi with a lapu lapu looking off into oh no wishes going. It's yeah. it's gotta happen. That's nice. Okay, so yeah. so Eli, say so say you have these two princesses. The next thing on their list, maybe something you might want to treat them to. Um, it says they list number two as chef's table in kitchen at Victoria and Albert's restaurant. Now, if you're not familiar well, with this, this is a restaurant. You know, it's a table set in the kitchen of that restaurant. And the chef uh, prepares a menu specifically for you. Mm-hmm. Like the, he comes out, talks to you, he hangs out with you for most of your uh, entire meal. What do you like? What do you don't like? And cooks a meal off the menu. It doesn't have to be anything on the menu. specifically for you guys. Mm-hmm. And he has your undivided attention. Yes, he does. Yeah. And I forget how many people you can have at your table. It's 13 courses paired with wine. He, interdates, he entertains a group. So the chef comes out. Yeah, so it's like a dinner and a show kind of thing with Chef Scott Hunnell. Um, let's see. The champagne wish comes true for two hundred fifty dollars per person, plus another hundred five dollars for the wine. So I guess the wish there is that somebody else pays the bill. Yeah. <laughs> Did this make anybody's bucket list? I should ask. No, no, no. Lee, uh, Victorian Alberts did. Really? But, but this particular experience, I would definitely want to do that if I'm going to do Victorian Alberts. Oh, okay. But. Well, there you go. It didn't make mine. So there's only one circumstance under. The world that would make me do this, and um, 
I will get into that later on, but here's the thing. That's like a three and a half hour meal. You're there yeah. for like three and a half hours, and plus it's the only one with a di- with a. You have to get dressed up to go dress there. Code, yeah, yeah. Oh, I you figured that for two hundred fifty bucks yes. a person. Yeah, so plus one hundred and five for one. Because my wife and I have <laughs> talked over doing this prior to having a kid, like bringing a change of clothes, going over there, but we could never get past the investing. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure it'd be great, and if it was in the city, we would do that. Right. But I've been married to my wife for about seven years, going on eight. We dated for 10 years prior to that. We've kind of exhausted the three-hour realms of conversation. (laughs) (laughs) We can go 20 to 30 minutes at a time, but, you know, three hours of conversation with just my wife? Because I don't want a kid there. Lee, can you talk? You you can't have a kid. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. Lee, can you talk to your wife for three hours? Well, the chef comes out and entertains. Yeah, I was gonna say, you want the chef, chef to talk there, to your wife for three hours? Eating. Yeah, but you're sitting in his kitchen. You can't be like, wow, that chef looks a little fruity, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't do anything like that uh, because you're sitting in his kitchen so he can overhear everything you say. You didn't wash that pan good enough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that plate looks a little dirty. No, but I mean, I figured there would be some interaction with the chef as well. Oh, my oh God. so you want a three-way with you and your wife and the chef? Hey, <laughs> back in the bungalow. Chef boy, you're nasty. <laughs> what, happens in the, <laughs> what happens in the bungalow stays in the bungalow. <laughs> bungalow. <laughs> well, maybe to you don't want <laughs> to. the walls. To the walls. Bungalow. <laughs> doom, 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 doom. <laughs> All right, so how about this? Kevin, <laughs> get off with that foolishness. Look, can we get Lee's reaction to that? I, I have no he, he, I Okay. I'll I bring can't the, even think of a good, a good comeback. I'll bring the two princesses over there as long as y'all still yeah. fitting that $250 bill. Well, the chef could be bill. female, of course. What? It could the be? The chef could be female. No, Scott? Kevin said it was a, said the dude's name. Scott what? Scott Hunnell. I thought it was the dude. Scott Hunnell? Oh, never mind. It's the head yeah. chef dude, the main guy. All right. Lee, Lee no one longer wants to uh, bungalow. Yeah, that's dangerous, <laughs> actually. If you think about it, you bring your wife out there, and then here comes this dude chef, and then he cooks all this great stuff. She'll look at you like, why do I need you? Yeah, you don't cook at home. Yeah, <laughs> this guy's making it. You might have a cook, like a throwdown cook or contest. You going to pay contest. $250 to compete with a chef? <laughs> you gonna, wait, you going to throw down with Scott? You won't race a <laughs> listener, but you're going to fucking throw down with <laughs> A master chef? What? what it's like a Bobby on. Flay challenge, bungalow. man. That's what I'm talking about, Bobby Flay style. <laughs> no, no, oh, really? No, bungalow. So you're gonna, are you gonna cook Chex Mex stuff? Hey, Scott, lobsters at dumb. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. <laughs> All right, so how about this experience? Number three. It says the Grand One yacht cruise on the Seven Seas Lagoon. Oh, that didn't make my list, but I would do that. I would totally do that. In case you're not sure, you can tour the Seven Seas Lagoon uh, with the Mega Yacht Grand One. It's a 50-foot Sea Ray luxury yacht equipped with personal captain and deckhand. Damn, that's a party waiting to happen. Yep, it offers excursions on the water surrounding Magic Kingdom. Hire a private butler to cater your party's needs. Whoa. Order private dining staff to create your gourmet meal with wine or just watch the Magic Kingdom fireworks from the ship's deck. Dining or salon areas with panoramic windows. The cruise aboard the Grand One begins at seven hundred dollars an hour for up to eighteen guests. That's eighteen princesses. Seven hundred dollars an hour. Seven hundred dollars an hour for up to eighteen guests or princesses or a tour group. 
Man, seven hundred dollars an hour, and I bring all them princes on them. Like, dude, we're going to Cuba in this yacht. Seven hundred dollars an hour. I, I better be able to name my butler. <laughs> <laughs> you are Alfred. <laughs> Come in, Jarvis Benson. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Belvedere, get over here. Hold on. Did you say seven hundred dollars per hour? Yeah. Up to eighteen people. Yes. God. That's only thirty-eight. No, that's thirty-eight dollars per hour. Hold on, is that right? Oh, you mean if all the people pitch by in? That's only thirty. That's only like forty dollars per hour. Those princes aren't going to want to pay for anything. Yeah, right? they're princesses. They don't pay for and anything. And the tour group doesn't speak no. English, so. Oh my now, that's god! That's all on you, man. Did, did, first of all, did any of that make y'all's list? They didn't make mine. It didn't make my list because I've been on the Seven Seas Lagoon doing the Wave Runners and, right. and whatnot, and that's cool in of itself. Yeah. yeah. But to have like like a whole like social thing with a bunch of friends and stuff, like it's rare that you get to go to Disney World with a bunch of friends, right? And really do something like that right. without kids and, and whatnot, where you can really kind of let loose. Yeah, just have fun. Yeah, yeah I'm in trouble because I love I, that. I'm in trouble because I only got like you know a handful of friends. I ain't got eighteen of them. Shh. I might bring family, but then, you know, that kills dad because he'd be like, what are you doing all the princesses on the yacht? Yeah. I'll put in half seats for a butler. <laughs> yeah. I'm down with that butler Dude, thing. Dude, no kidding. I'm down with that. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, oh, man. Yeah, come on now. Which you want, Jarvis? What you want to call the butler? Jarvis? I wanted Alfred. You want Jarvis? Well, I mean, you know, you're Batman fans. So. Well, wait, wait. For seven, you can call him when you call him. I'll call him when I'll call him. You better answer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You. Mm-hmm. You in the suit. Serve me. As long as he says very good, sir. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fine. yeah. Are yeah. you are you are you fine with the you know yes. with the accommodations, sir? Yep. I would be like, yes. <laughs> yes, Mr. Belvedere Jarvis Alfred. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> That'd be your Moeka name now. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that be fun if we could do a podcast trip and do that? Oh, that'd be you, great. me, Lee, Eli kicking it on the boat with the with the, with the princesses and the Brazilian tour groups and <sighs> Jar of Alpha Badir. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's only $175 an hour per person. Yeah. We can, we can we bring can Sean that. so we can do a live uh, intro. Oh, I'd be tore yeah, up. Yeah, bring that all little. the Moicans. They can all pitch in. Moican party on the cruise. Oh, yeah. Seas Lagoon. Tribe like, on the yacht. It would turn yeah. into like a pirate ship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Heat big boat. <laughs> This next one's gone now, but it says drive an exotic supercar. Did that make anybody's list? No. no. Yeah, it didn't make my because it's not even there anymore, so it doesn't really matter. Lee, any? Uh, do, would you want to do that? I do that every day in Houston. That's, <laughs> that's how we drive in Houston. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of my way. <laughs> in, your, in your Ford Echo. <laughs> Hyundai Sonata, thank you very much. Your Hyundai Sonata. <laughs> <laughs> Sonata. (laughs) (laughs) So here's number five. This might be of interest. A private VIP tour of the theme parks. We did that. We we talked about that. Uh, You know what? That's not really on my bucket list because, like, uh, it would be cool, right? Like, just, okay, just go to the front of every line or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think that's a fun way to do the parks. You know, well, I mean, I like to I like to like meet people in line and talk to them and where are you from and you know stuff like that. I don't know. And that, for that doesn't really interest me that much. And for listeners that know, we're talking about the plaids that Lee always talks about. So these are the guys that you know you see with the, some of the families are just walking people around the park, take with the front of the lines. They got the best seats at any of the shows. This, that, and the other. Well, I have a tour on my my bucket list, but it's not 
that particular type of tour. Does that yeah. count? Um, I think that's specifically talking the plaids. On this okay, one. all right. So I'm going to leave this off because they do have another tour listed at number six. Okay, uh, the talk. Well, it's kind of a tour. The Wild Africa Trek. If you're familiar with that, this mm. is the thing that you can. Uh, uh, it's a little. I guess it's a little tour, but you can walk the different areas of the paddocks. Yeah, I know what you're talking Kilimanjaro about. Kilimanjaro safaris. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like a behind the scenes. Or Animal Kingdom. Yeah, they give you lunch. You know, you can eat out in the savannah, eat some lunch, and you know. Mm-mm. Yeah. Did that, did that make uh, anybody's? You list? work at the zoo now. You can do that uh, just on your spare time. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna go hang with some elephants and stuff. Mm-hmm. I saw an elephant in the parking lot last time I went to go ahead and apply for the job. Like, this is a cool job. <laughs> Simba one. <laughs> Big red, little red. Leave your pee in the car. <laughs> So did, uh, that, did that make anybody's list? Or what? No, 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 not mine. No. And uh, oh, that's it. That's the last one. Look at that. Okay, that's it. Yeah, that's it. So we did. It. Yeah, we did it. We went through Fox's list of six. You know, not many of us had any of these on lists. But let's go ahead and explore what we have on our own list. Should, should, should I? Somebody have one? They're itching to you get start. off the chest. You want me to start? You start. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll, I'll say this one just because uh, uh, we kind of mentioned it already. But uh, something that's on my list that is, is you know, it's tough to do. I'd love to travel with all my friends together mm-hmm. to Walt Disney World sans kids, without the kids and stuff. Just to be able to hang out again, you know, just, just, just me and the spouses and that's it. You know, for like ideally 10 days, mm-hmm. you know. Usually our vacations are like a week, but I took a 10-day trip once down there and I thought it was the greatest thing ever. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't rushed. Everything else. That, that's just one of my, my my things on my bucket list. Eli and I did 10 days out there together. Yeah. Oh, isn't it great? With, with Anna as well. Yeah. yeah. When, did Hannah come with us that time? No, there was one time Hannah went. Yeah, but it wasn't 10 come. days. Yeah, the 10 day thing. I, actually, on my bucket list, yeah. uh, stay for two weeks. Ooh. Oh, that's a, yeah, that'd be a good one. I'm doubling too. up because I've done yeah. the 10 day. Yeah. I want two weeks. Yeah. Do a British style, man. Now, two, I'd like weeks. to do like a podcast trip with just us. That'd be great, too. No, I would love to go ahead and do something like that. That'd be a lot of fun. You know, in terms of of staying over there, yeah, two weeks. That's that's what I'm aiming for. Yeah, yeah. With that, I'll go to Victoria and Albert's with my wife. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, well, that would be fun. Talk to the chef. Because I don't feel like I'm wasting, like, if I'm going for only six or seven days, I don't want to waste a day for three hours in Victoria and Albert's with a change of clothes. But for two weeks... Me and my wife can go to Victoria now. That makes sense. I with that. Yeah. I so I, like I was just going to back up on this. Uh, I also said the same thing about family, being able to travel with my family. That's something uh, like I hadn't ever done. Like, well, like a group I, of family. I will tell you, Kevin, I went with my mom and dad, my brother and my sister and their kids. Jesus. There was 15 of us all together. Yeah. And uh, it was fun, man. It really is fun. Uh, but it's a challenge too because everyone has their own thing that they want to do, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know what I, what I have in my mind as a vacation is not what my sister has in mind for her vacation, right? Yeah. you know, and things like that. So it was really nice. Like what we would do is just kind of like do our own thing and we'd all get together at night for dinner. And then like every once in a while we bump into each other and like the teenagers would come hang out with us. And the little kids would go to my mom. Yeah. You know, we just kind of, just kind of played it by ear and it was a lot of, it was a really good trip. It's my favorite trip. Of any Walt Disney World trip I've ever been on, it was yeah. it was really it was really good. See, that's cool because we've I've never done that with like my aunts and my uncles. I mean, I don't have that many stateside. Mm-hmm. Most of them in the Philippines and stuff. But, you know, like and, and Val's family. You know, they're you know there's, there's only there's only a few chosen ones that she's close to, so mm-hmm. they'd be fun to travel with. 
people in my dad's family that are in the United States that would be nice to travel with, you know, but, you know, it's always an issue of money and stuff. So that'd be something, yeah, you may, a lot of people may think, yeah, it's attainable, but for me, not so much, Well, let's say it's a bucket list, so let's yeah, say, you know, a, money's yeah. no object, let's just say, just for the fun of it. Yeah. I mean, you know, I get it in the in that list you read, they were like, it costs this, it costs that, but let's yeah. say money's no object, bucket list, you're going to die. Yeah. That's the whole yeah. point of it, you're going to die, so Make money can't wish. go with you, do it. Yeah, so, exactly, like, yeah. But Lee is right from the standpoint, like, you know... I, I've done this before, like, and Eli's done it with us. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and we've had like, and, and then getting like every reservation, every every meal lasts mm-hmm. about three hours. It's like a Victorian Albert session, right? Sure. Because yeah, you have so true. many people to accommodate. Then you got people who want to get up at eight in the morning. You got people who want to sleep in until noon. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you got different schedules to accommodate, right. and it can be a nightmare. But really, it's oh, like the know. length of time that you're going to be there, because. The park yeah. is huge, yes, yeah. but yeah. if you're there for like a week or something, you know, all you got to do is just be like, okay, whose day is it today? Or what? Mm-hmm. I mean, because you're there yeah. for a week, so it could be done if everybody's uh, accommodating. Right. Yeah, and that doesn't always work out, but yeah. look, it, it's fun when you're able to make it work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, who's got one next? Well, I'll steal Danny's thunder, and uh, I want to do the Adventures by Disney Southern California tour. Where they take you to Disneyland and they show you all the, you know, like the whole. You can go. They take you to Jim Henson Studios. Oh wow! They take you to um, to to the parks and do all the, you know, Sea Walt's apartment and yeah. all that stuff. And, and they have a couple days in the park as well. I forgot about that. I yeah, do that. that's a cool one. You know, that's a sign of a weak list when you have to jump in front of somebody to steal one of their topics. Steal their bit, right? Well, I thought you could expand expound on it. Was that on your well, list? Was that, yeah, no, that no, absolutely. Any. Lee knows that was on my list. <laughs> yeah, no. Seawalt's apartment. Yeah. You know, the, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that that Disneyland walk and wall footsteps tour. I, I forgot about that. Yeah, I'm going to add that to mine. Try mm-hmm. to steal your big thunder mountain. He, he, Actually, I was, I was setting it up for Danny is what I was doing. <laughs> that's nice. I like that. Oh, I like that's that. that's not quite how you put it. <laughs> yeah, in well, second thought. Smooth. It's like smooth. an assist, yeah, but not. <laughs> All right, no. so Danny, you want to take it from there since he took it? You took your thunder? He did. He did take it. Uh, dine at Club 33. Oh, yeah. Got to yeah, have go. dinner at Club 33. Yep, there you go. You know, that, that's uh, that's that exclusive club in Disneyland. How awesome oh, would that be? Oh, that'd be great. Absolutely. That'd be definitely good. Eli? I was thinking just to make everything distinct. Sure. Um, I guess when it comes to me, you can uh, use your imagination and add at the end of every sentence with two princesses <laughs> of legal age. Of it's course. like a fortune cookie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, like they got that meme that says add like a boss to the end of everything. Yeah. yeah. In bed. Add in bed. You know, add in bed. Yeah. Princesses. Right. Add two, two princesses. princes. All right. Um, I like to stay for two weeks with two princesses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Actually, uh, ride the rocket uh, rocket roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> He's mentioned this on the show before. Yeah, because every time I've gone, it's broken. Yes. Actually, you and Lisa Monday bought it on that. Uh, yeah, she has yeah. yet to ride on that as well. I mean, I've I've gone to Disney enough times, but it's just it's like doesn't happen. So I, I would like to go and actually you know experience mm-hmm. the ride. All right, so I guess it's back to me. Is that right? Uh, yes. Sure, yeah. yeah. All right. So th- uh, this is another one I I, w- I would love to do. Uh, I would love to be a voice of a character in a Disney or Pixar animated feature and ensure that I don't end up on the cutting room floor. (laughs) I I can specify that. that. I hear that. You can record me all day, but if you cut, I don't want to be cut. I got to be in the movie when it releases. What character would you be? I don't know. Just whatever. It could be a new movie that they're coming down the pipe and you need some, I don't know, just something that sounds like me. Ooh. 
here's a new Pixar movie. The orchestra. Okay, pitch that. <laughs> yeah, that just way so with the, uh, the have, orchestra. Of, yeah, like you could see what it's like to be a drum, what it's like to be a clarinet, what it's like to be a violin. Oh, like Toy Story but with oh, orchestra, orchestral yes, instruments. Yes, but all, all, all musical instruments. Okay, so you have a movie be called Bandcamp. <laughs> and they're like the instruments they all try to graduate to be in the orchestra so Kevin plays a go. drum and you hit him and he says om 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 like oh. that something like that yeah, Kevin will be a drum that could be a flute you'll be a flute <laughs> oh yeah okay. be a flute yeah blow that flute boy that, oh. <laughs> I'm staying away from that <laughs> <laughs> I don't know but that's I like yeah, that I actually yeah. well, I do okay. like that Let, let's try this okay because yeah. Pixar seems to be a lot in the, they very much are in the sequel businesses yeah. these days you, you have your choice of, of Pixar sequels to appear in which, which one are you in it had to be Pixar huh yeah, I guess true, you can yeah. go uh, Disney Animation as well and do Wreck-It Ralph. Or, I about, uh, that's what I was going to say. I'd love to do something in Wreck-It Ralph. I don't okay. Know well, what do you want to do Wreck-It Ralph? Uh, I want to be the voice of the Pitfall guy. Okay. Mm. Okay. You know, can you give us your best Pitfall guy audition? Ah, f*** those alligators. <laughs> <laughs> Is that good? <laughs> no? I, I don't know. Let's, uh, John Lasseter, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're off topic, of course. But of course, uh, but where are we? Uh, well, I just gave my thing about voicing a character. So who's who, Danny's up? Oh, my turn. Yeah, Danny's up. All right. Um, no, Lee's up, isn't he? Yeah. Lee. Oh, yeah. That's right, because okay. you stole his thunder. Sure, I'll throw it out there. Yeah. Anything else you want to steal, Monley? No, I don't know. We'll see if there's anything left. You know, here's the thing, funny thing, man. I don't really have a lot of quote unquote bucket items in Disney in Walt Disney World. I haven't okay. done Disneyland yet, so I definitely want to do that. I wouldn't call that a bucket list item though, because that's that's just something that's going to happen, you know, in in the very near future anyway. It's okay. an eventuality. So when, when I'm thinking bucket items, this bucket list items like things that like I really really want to do, and hopefully I'll get to them, but I'm not really sure if I'll be able to do. So I really wanted to also do the Adventures by Disney trip to uh, the Czech Republic, which is you know that's a lot of my heritage and stuff like that, you know. And I'd like to, I'd really like to do that like with my dad. Before he, you know, passes away, oh, take cool. him out, you know, to to that country and see it, you know, firsthand, and things like that. Yeah. So again, I don't, I don't really have a lot in the parks. That's you know? okay. I mean, I've pretty much done. There's not a lot else to do in there. Yeah, like, I mean, we just said Disney, so it's it's just Disney, whatever in the Disney verse. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. I have a bunch of out of the side of the park, so that's no problem. Yeah, I'll, I'll piggyback on that. Tokyo Disney Seas. Oh, there you go. Of course. Yeah, that's actually part of mine was to go to yeah. Tokyo Disney. Yeah, you got to go see that. Yep. It's like the one park that really kind of uh, it has been duplicated nowhere else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to do that, you, you got to go to Tokyo. So uh, Tokyo Disney Seas would definitely be on my bucket list. Yeah. yeah I mean, I put all Disney parks, basically. You know, Disneyland, Disneyland, yeah, Disneyland Paris. I, I guess since you, you threw et cetera, that out, et cetera, but yeah, yeah, I'm the same way. I, I, I on my list, I have uh, on one trip to see all the parks, but in chronological order. <laughs> so when they came out, that, that was one of my things. So like, you know, of course, I'd start with Disneyland and then Disney World, then Japan. A oh, Japan came. Japan before came Paris? first. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Tokyo Disneyland came first, and then Paris. Then I think Disney Sea. Then. What was the other one? Yeah, and then back to Disney Sea. So, like, one. you're in Tokyo, you're like, I'm not going to Disney Seas. Why? Because it did not come first. It did not come first. <laughs> so, I got to leave. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it's right over there, but I'm going to leave. So Tokyo, back. Sayonara. I'll be right back. <laughs> I'll be right back. You stay right there. <laughs> <laughs> you don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. Yeah. Stay right there. E? 
Uh, well, look. Uh, let me let me start crossing it because, like, yeah, I had the I had the same thing you guys did about um, visiting other you know Disney parks in other countries. So I crossed that off uh, with two princesses, of course. <laughs> of course, we gotta uh, add that to everything. I wanted to do uh, the next one, like I said, it's the bucket list. So to me, I just picked like you know just you know dream stuff uh, to draw or write a Disney show. There you go. Nice. That, I, 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 I was. I think that would be cool just to you know have. Uh, you know, naming that kind of legacy of uh, creative talent. Absolutely. Yeah, so I think that would be fun. That'd be fun for well, me. Well, I guess to big off of that, uh, you know, on the, the, the music side, I want to do the same thing. Hmm. Whether it's be a performer in the park or, like, for one of the Broadway shows or something, just something in the Disney community. Uh, even if it's, like, to play on a soundtrack for a movie, to be right. part of the orchestra, I'd, I'd love to do that. Right. Nice. You know, so that that's kind of a similar thing, you know. You make the movie and I'll play the music for yeah, it. Yeah, draw right. I'll put yeah. you put you in there. No there doubt. Go. Yeah. So there you go. So Lee, you're next. Uh, I guess it's not really the parks, but you know, I definitely want to go back to Alani on an actual vacation. Nice. Not yeah. just a tour. Yeah. Uh, you know, as a travel agent. Um, that that's actually I got two more things, but that's another like kind of quote unquote park related. It's not really a park, but mm-hmm. um, I mean, yeah, I would definitely. I mean, I, I got to get back to Hawaii anyway. Because I promised my wife we would go back, because <laughs> she didn't get to go with me this time. So, but I'm going back anyway. I uh, definitely want to do at least a couple of days at Olani. Oh, absolutely! You got to, got to. Yeah. Got to. All right, Danny. Back to well, you. Well, going back to what you and Lee, uh, you and Eli were talking about, I'm kind of in the same vein. I just, I want to, just work at Disney Imagineering for like a week. I want to create something that goes in the parks. Like it doesn't have to be like an attraction. Doesn't have to be. Um, a show. It could be like a a sign, just a sign, just like you know, uh, restrooms this way, or <laughs> Cheshire Cat Cafe, or whatever it is, yeah. whatever it says. Just a, like like the tombstones in a haunted mansion. How many people walk by there and they know exactly what they say? They see it. They know exactly what ride that is, mm-hmm. but they don't know that that's a tribute to Mark Davis. They don't know that's a tribute to um, you know, Existencio. Yeah. Um, they don't know that's a, it's a tribute to Yale Gracie. Whatever it is, how cool would that be? Just to create something that lives on the park mm-hmm. after you've shuffled this mortal coil. People see it. They don't know it's you, but they appreciate it. Right. Yeah, it's always immortalized. Yeah. That, that's the that's the key of, of, of those. I, I agree. Yeah, like, absolutely. Agree. Think of those attraction posters. I mean, you don't know who does those, but those right. things are very much iconic. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. Hi, the Haunted Mansion poster with the three hitchhiking uh, goes mm-hmm. out in front and stuff. Very much hi- iconic. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I... I would like to create something that is is within the park. Like I said, even if it's just a sign. Um, or the design of a ride vehicle, maybe? Design you of could, a ride vehicle. You can just make the sign to say no selfies. Exactly. There you no go. Selfies. <laughs> no selfie sticks allowed. Right. Men, women. That's, that's fine. <laughs> just one thing. Minimum two princesses. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you say men, women. That might be better because that one is never coming down. <laughs> <laughs> You know, your ride might be like, okay, no one's going to Stitch anymore. But men, women, that's going to be there forever. Oh, yeah, you're right. Absolutely. And they do design those bathroom signs. Yeah. So uh, back to Eli with the princesses. Okay. This one might be a little scary for people, but um, I would like to drive the uh, monorail train. 
I, I gotta pick it back <laughs> off of that one, man. Yeah, <laughs> I think that would be that would be totally cool. Like you know, like you just to hit the thing, boop boop boop. Like hey, we're not in a stop. That's okay. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Por favor, my ting and say all that. Yeah, Puertas. <laughs> just to say, you just you know rode no. the monorail train. I think that'd be, be like fun. Speed on the monorail. This monorail cannot go below fifty-five <laughs> miles an hour, <laughs> or else it will self-destruct. Like I hope you are not trying to get anywhere anytime soon because I'm having fun with this. <laughs> Mr. Eli, you have an explosive between the second and third car. What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? <laughs> Drive faster. <laughs> you cannot slow down. It's rigged up. We go faster, yo. What do you want? Stay on the loop. I think it would just be fun just for the just for the sake of just saying, you know, seeing yeah. a tour of, 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 of any park that uses that. Yeah. And then at the same time, to be able to just, I don't know, I guess it would just be fun. To mess with people, yeah, you know, be like, "Oh, is this your stuff for the hotel?" I'm oh, sorry, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Oops. So basically, you want to work and get fired at the same time. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna die, so it doesn't make a difference. I'm gonna die anyway. I'll give people a heads up if you want to be fair about it. Be yeah. like, excuse me, <laughs> you're on a death train. Yeah, it's a death train. <laughs> I'm on a bucket list. So if you want a fun ride, get on. But if you want, you got to wait for the next one. I think somebody else with a bucket list is driving that one too. So. And if you're a princess. Come up front. Come up front. <laughs> Girl, we going to the yacht after this. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let me, I'm going to piggyback off of that one, too, because I had something like that on my list. But I just would love to drive a Disney bus or any mode of transportation that allows me to spiel. But a, a bus, primarily. I've always had this thing about wanting to drive a bus and being able to get on the mic and telling people about stuff and everything mm-hmm. else. I think that'd be who. But I'll, I mean, I'll drive the tram or the... Monorail too, or the ferry boat, even. But you can't. What about really, what about Jungle Cruise Skipper? I, I would do that. That'd be fun. Okay. Uh, you know, it's not really part of the Disney transport system, but it could work. Okay. Yeah. I got a transport, but yeah, just something like I, for some reason I had always had a fam- affinity with the bus, and you know this because mm-hmm. you know back in the day we used to have bus drivers that actually talk to you. You know, they didn't have mm-hmm. this pre-programmed uh, stop. You know, things telling you about what stop you're coming off or what's uh, happening. You know, the guy, the bus driver used to get on mic and tell you all this stuff, do some trivia with you and everything else. Just to drive a bus on property, I think would be a hoot too. Yeah, <laughs> you, you know, entertain people while they out there. Yeah. You know, on the, on the trip. That's, that's that's a lot of power to drive. That's fun because those guys drive. Sometimes some of them drive like nuts. <laughs> you know? I think that'd be a hoot, just kind of tooling around property in a bus. See what you should do is like while you're driving, you know, play uh, Magic Highway on on the speaker. There you go. That's there what I do. Play that, be like, yeah, you see this? I'm already talking about this. So while you listen to me talk about that on this podcast, <laughs> but talk to you live. How about that? That's right. You get Kevin in stereo. <laughs> but you know what would be even better? I could take one of the trams and drive it off of the parking lot. <laughs> I would have more people, and they would have air conditioning. It wouldn't be so hot. You know? I wouldn't have to worry about air conditioning because they're going to get a breeze. Yes, they do. <laughs> well, so we'll take the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile around property. And, <laughs> nice. You know, play the podcast. I think it would be hoot. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? I say that because it used to be colored that color. I don't know if you remember back in the day before yeah, they did the white yeah, yeah. Disney transport. Yes. It used to be colored like the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. Mm-hmm. It was All the right. funniest thing. You know? <laughs> so anyway. All right. So Lee, back to you, sir. All right. Well, I got two last things and I'll kind of combine them both because the reason I say that. Uh, you trying to get two for one? Are you trying to cu- undercut me again? Now I'm mm-hmm. trying to get into uh, Eli's action here. Uh, are you trying to cut my big thunder? You mean, the, you mean the two princes? He's taking a princess from you. That's not right. <laughs> Get your own princess. The fifty percent. <laughs> Don't you jump on my um, monorail? <laughs> I want to go to the the Walt Disney Family Museum in San Francisco. Oh nice. yeah, that's on my list too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 
There, I didn't know this for sure, but I looked it up last week. There's also a Walt Disney uh, Hometown Museum in Marceline, Missouri. Uh, yeah, that on my list too. Yep. Which sucks because I was there last week and I didn't get to do it. I was Boo. in Missouri. Boo! Boo! <laughs> I was in. I went to. I flew into Kansas City, went down to Springfield, Joplin, uh, Branson, and Joplin, and I looked it up, and it was just. I couldn't make it happen, man. I couldn't get there and mm. still get my flight and everything else. I was so mad. I was like so close, but so far away. So you just need a travel agent. I was in to the same. I there. was in the right state, <laughs> but just didn't have the time to do it. So it's still on the list. So when you're in Springfield, did you go see The Simpsons? Yes, <laughs> everyone. It was amazing. Like everyone in, in that city had four <laughs> fingers. It was weird. <laughs> in yellow skin. Oh, yellow. <laughs> The eyes were bugged out, like, go see a doctor. Everyone had jaundice. <laughs> jaundice. <laughs> All right, Danny, back to you, sir. I want to go to Disneyland in Christmas. Oh, yeah. I'd love to see the Nightmare Before Christmas overlay, the Small World overlay, the, the decorations on the show. I'd love to go see Disneyland in Christmas. That is excellent. I yeah, like that. I Actually, like that. I like that. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm almost out the list, but I had to save the best for last. All right, did not have me on here without me having a Marvel moment. So my final bucket list would be to have Project Geisha made as a Marvel comic and a Marvel movie. There you yes. go. Yes, yes. nice, yes. very nice. There you go. Pay it. Pay pay everybody else past me to be like, oh, that's the that's the guy. They like you know when the thing flips, be my face on it. Like, hey, hey. I saw about. Y'all on the monorail. <laughs> we made the movie. Though. I hope you enjoy. It. I'll be like the guy on the Inside Out thing, you know. Nice. Yes. So that would, yeah, that would, that would definitely be on it. But I was, you know, I missed a Marvel moment. How can I not put that on the list? I think that's an excellent thing. Mm-hmm. We get an attraction as well, and not be subjected to the universal issue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'll be, I'll be grabbed with that. Right. All right. So back to me. Uh, let's see. Um, here's something I would love to do. And I actually, I had a friend of mine actually do this. And if you're familiar with the, the attraction, the Voyage of the Little Mermaid, it's the thing with the puppets and everything else. Yeah. Well, apparently, it's all in blacklight. So apparently, there's a spot on the stage that one can stand where nothing hits you. And a friend of mine actually did this. She knew she had a friend that she worked for the Disney store at the time, but she had a friend who was actually working that show. She's one of the puppeteers. And so when she went to go visit, you know, the show and everything else, visit the friend, they said, hey, come here. Put her all in black. Put like a big black smock, stuck her in the middle of the stage, like dead center middle of the stage, while the show was going on. And then you know she said, like, yeah, front and back of her, all the under the sea scene, there was all these puppets and stuff flying around. The guys were just, she said it was nuts because it, it, the puppets are just going everywhere, this way, that way, that way, everything, <laughs> you know. But yeah, they had her stuck right in the center of the scene, you know, and it was like nobody knew because they couldn't see because it was all blacklit. Mm. But she actually got to do that, and it's like. I want to do that. <laughs> I think be, I think it'd be pretty killer, man. Wow, to be on that. That's so, pretty insane. I did not even know about that. I didn't yeah. either. I'm gonna add it to my list and add hallucinogenic drugs. <laughs> oh my god, dude, that, that would be freaking awesome. <laughs> you would scan the crowd. You'd be like, the yeah. darkness is talking. <laughs> what? What happened to the flounder? How the hell? This guy <laughs> saying stuff. He's talking about like fish jumping on the truck, man. I'd be tackling Ariel. No, you. <laughs> must stay under the sea. It's <laughs> <laughs> your place. <laughs> Forget the legs, man. It's safe there. Just stay wet. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's good. That's trippy, though. Yeah, Literally. That'd be fun. wild. 
Whoa. Especially with the black light. Whew. Oh man, that's yeah, that's neon surreal. colors. Yeah, you're oh. talking about a trip. Jeez, absolutely. All mm-hmm. right, so Danny. All right, yeah. I, I'll, I'll do this one because this, this was important to me, and Eli kind of already touched upon this. To have the number one Disney podcast on the web. There, there you go. go. Yeah, well, there how's you about go. that? There you go. Put that That's on the right. loudspeaker there in the main street, huh? When they have the parade, be like, Announce yeah. it to the tribe. Yes. I'm with that. And the I best like part that. is, listeners, you can make that happen. Do it. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Do Do it. Download twice. <laughs> Download twice. You know, it's funny. Rachel from the Behind the Magic, she loves this the, the, the creepy voice thing. What creepy voice? The one that we do? Like, yeah, the one that we do, yeah. yeah. Cause I did it on the show again. Creepy oh, voice. Said, I, yeah, I said, bye. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, so I guess back to me. Yes. Uh, this is another one that's possible, because um, I had a friend that was a cast member that actually does this, that used to do this for the dinosaur ride. But basically, it's just, it, I want to walk the track of an, walk the track of an attraction after closing. Hmm. Specifically, in, you know, in, in kind of this order, uh, Dinosaur, Haunted Mansion, Splash Mountain, Peter Pan. Because the, the cast members, after the place closes down, they walk mm-hmm. the track to make sure there's no trash, debris, no hats fell off. But I think it'd be cool. But she, they said that even though the work lights are on, like all the animatronics are still going. Oh, that's know? freaky. She said, that's yeah, that's creepy. what she said. She said it was kind of creepy to do it, especially in dinosaur attraction, when you got all this stuff kind of popping out at you and then the, the, the Carnotaurus is chasing you after and you got to kind of walk the track and make sure there's nothing on the track left. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, even for like a Haunted Mansion, I think that would be a kick. You know, just to check that out, you know. Here's the secret you tell your friend. <laughs> just walk behind the object once it starts going. If it's chasing after, just, just walk just behind walk it because it, it yeah. can't, you know, it can't go left or right. And then when it resets, just go back and forth. Just go back and find the hat. <laughs> there you go. We're trying to save lives, man. Yeah. no, to save live people. And I think that'd be fun. I think you would just like to check that out. You know? I like that. Well, just to be in the ballroom when the, uh, for the Haunted Mansion oh, scene. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, that I think it'd be. be awesome, especially just to go down and check out everything with the, the whatever that effect is. I forget it. That's always trippy. Yeah. Pepper's Ghost. Pepper's Ghost, thank you. I was going to say Jacob's Ladder, but that doesn't make sense. <laughs> 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 now it's just a confusing oh, Tim Robbins whole movie. Whole different movie. Yeah. Wow. Totally yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's mine. That's one of mine. All right, look, I'll go one. Yeah. We'll I, I, I need to see the Hatbox Ghost and the Abominable Snowman. Absolutely. Since the 60th, I mean, yeah, they've added these two uh, characters to the attraction. And, you know, Hatbox Ghost has made his triumphant return. The Abominable Snowman is now more active than ever. Than ever. Yeah. Uh, I, I would love to see that. More Yetis. More Yetis. More Yetis. More Yetis. Yetis. White Yetis, green Yetis, black Yetis, Yo, brown Yetis. Brown Yetis. Yetis. There you go. I wish I could have put that on my list, but there you go. I will add that right quick. There you As go. Many, um, put all, just <laughs> Yeti Town. There you go. Yeah. Add that to the park. Yeti Town. As many colors in the Yeti rainbow. There you go. You, go, you want a turkey leg with some gumbo? Yeti serve it to you. Mm-hmm. Don't matter if it's brown Yeti, white Yeti, green Yeti. It's Yeti Town. And I'm going to name him George. There you go. And Mr. Mm-hmm. Belvedere and Jarvis. There, there you go. Jarvis the Yeti. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Hodgkins the Yeti. Chadwick the Yeti. <laughs> All right, so I'll, oh, the I butler? Yeah, yeah the, the butler. butler the butler's a Yeti? <laughs> you want your, your butler to be a Yeti? No, I'm just, I just, you know, we had all those names going. I just like Yeti, you know, come here, like, though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think Chadwick the Yeti is very nice. Like, thank you, Chadwick the Yeti. He talks about British be butler. <laughs> Agador Spartacus. Oh, that's it. <laughs> that is my butler. Thank yeah, you very much. <laughs> he, does it, he walks around with no shoes. Nah. Shoes make me trip. <laughs> all right, so I guess Danny and I will bust bounce out until we finish our list. Sure. But this was pretty easy. Unless anybody else just interject. No, I'm out. I'm out. I 
This was pretty easy. Disney started doing this. I just want to do a Disney cruise to Alaska. I think that'd be that'd be, that'd be awesome. Just Alaska? That. Yeah. I, that was one of the items I had on my list is to just to do a Disney cruise. Because oh, I haven't yeah. done one Disney cruise, period. Yeah. To yeah, Alaska? Yeah, they started doing Disney cruises out of Seattle to Alaska. Mm-hmm. And they go up in like, you know, the icebergs and all that kind of stuff and see all different ports of call in Alaska. Got to watch awesome. for bears and stuff. Well, <laughs> well, those guys know how to take care of that, I think. I guess it's a bucket list. It don't matter. I just point at the bear in Alaska and comes out. Oh, we'll get, I'll get it. <laughs> Chadwick the Getty's like, I got him for you. <laughs> Chadwick. <laughs> no problem. Cataljo, you're my cousin. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, <"Rrr." laughs> you're right. <laughs> I know let's make it tell Joe. Side. Yeah. All right, Daddy, what you got? Oh man, I'd like to shoot some hoops in the uh in the basketball goal Ooh. in the Matterhorn. Ah, yeah. Uh, you remember that? Yeah. I mean, the Matterhorn has a basketball goal in there and I I'd love to, you know, play a little one on one with the Yeti. There you go. Chadwick uh, or uh you know oh, Hodgkins or Hodgkins. Jarvis. Well, would you want to do take it the next step further and earn your Mountaineer badge while you're doing it and climb the Matterhorn and then get to the basketball? Would you want to? Uh, oh, I thought that? a Mountaineer badge is when you f*** many. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was um, good, actually. I like that. <laughs> Mountaineer. <laughs> Mount in here. Mountain ear. You get that? Huh? Huh? I like it. Two princesses. You get that wit, huh? That's that's another one we can name <laughs> hey. for you. Mountaineer. Mountaineer. Uh, I like that. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, let's see. I got two more. One, one just to be a cast member. I'd like to work, earn some money while, you know, getting my Disney fix and obsession mm-hmm. going. Word. Serve a turkey leg. All right. Back to Danny. I would like to stay in the Cinderella Castle suite. There you go. Or if I can't get that, I'll take the Disneyland Dream Suite. One or the other. One of G- those. Give me one of those suites. I'd like to stay in there. All right. For the weekend. Two princesses. Nice. Two princesses. My wife and my daughter. And your daughter. Hey. Hey. Smart man, boy. I tell you, set them up, knock them down. Hey. There you go. There you go. All right. So there's my last one. This is something that y'all can definitely help me with. Okay. I want to successfully drink and or eat around the world with people who are committed to finishing it through. And one day done that. One yeah. day, yeah, I was gonna say to drink around the world. Yeah, we yeah. did. We that. did that. Yeah, yeah. See, I, killed that. Yeah, I tried, but I haven't been with people that was committed to doing everything. Man, kids can be disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you doing it? Take me home. You want to make your drink old man proud? Time. Drink this. Take it. Put Eat some it. hair on your chest, boy. Eat it. <laughs> Tijuana. <laughs> well, guys, we had two things come in. I'm, I'm, we're not going to do extra magic hours because it's kind of related to our uh, discussion here. But we had two more weekends write in and talk about what they would like to have. The first one we have is Chris Sullivan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Chris Sullivan, yeah. He says, dining at Club 33 and traveling to all the Disney parks outside of the U.S., biggest of all is to tour Pixar and meet John Lasseter. That's a, oh, that's, that's, a that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a really good one. That's something definitely I, I, I'll put on my list, too. That's pretty killer. And the second one we just got in uh, is from Richard Hersher. He says, I wish Disney had a sleeping in Neverland or a vacation around the world program. I can't pick a resort to stay in. Too many options. If you stay more than a few nights, pick a resort itinerary where you change hotels every two or three nights. Kind of, uh, kind of take a, a magical express, pack your bags in the morning, and Disney will move you to a new resort. 
Wife thinks I'm nuts. She's probably right. <laughs> yeah, you just you just give different types of scenery. And look, if I'm driving the monorail, you totally walk with the beer by guest. There you go. There you Follow go. your dream, man. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Well, send us your thoughts. What are some things on your bucket list, man? We'd love to hear them. You can send us an email at magicrway.gmail.com or get us send us a voicemail at any of these other uh, various ways that we're about to mention. All right, guys. So it's time to wrap it up. Got to finish up with those two princesses, man. <laughs> but anyway, uh, just a couple of things of business, dude. We want to let you know that for all things Magic Our Way, www.magicourway.com is the best place to go get all our contact info, our RSS feeds, um, best ways to get in touch with us. Uh, just to mention here, we got magicourway at gmail.com. We have the speak pipe. Uh, if you go into the... Any page of the website, even especially the homepage, uh, there's a little widget on the right-hand side of the page that says, uh, you know, send us a voicemail, and that's the SpeakPipe widget. Very, very easy. Or you can give us a call at our toll-free number. That's one eight four four Harambe. That's one eight four four Harambe. That is four eight one eight six eight nine. And so, <coughs> and if you call now, Lee will teach you how to do bird calls. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness, what is going on over there? <laughs> so that's a bird, and that's not like a, a chair squeaking or something? It sounds like he's in, like, he's sitting in, like, one of those, like, hammocks that swing, or the, you know, swing that he's swinging back and forth in or something, right? No, it's off in the distance somewhere. I don't know what it is. All right, listeners, if you want to speak with Lee directly and have these sounds for your own personal edification... <laughs> You can contact Lee to book a vacation uh, with Las Vegas Travel. So, Lee, won't you give the guys the rundown of how to book with you? All right, guys. Uh, pay attention here because we're going to change this up a little bit. If you want to book a vacation um, with me, and you're listening to the podcast right now, go ahead and email me at lee at magicourway.com. Um, that's a little bit different than what we've been telling you in the past, but that's going to be the new place to contact me if you are a Moican and you'd like to book a vacation. So that's lee at magicourway.com. You can still call me directly at 832-570-5490. You can still check out my Facebook page at facebook.com slash travel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A travel. So thank you for your support, and as always, uh, have a magical day. And if you are Moican and you want to call or speak directly to me, your password is two princesses. <laughs> so if he hears that then he knows exactly he's talking to a fellow Moican. Mm. Ask for the two princess experience. That's right. <laughs> two princes, one cup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no 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 no. Two princesses, one crown. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. The classics just keep on coming. <laughs> and of course that voice we're talking about Eli. Eli, you want to tell the people how they can get in touch with you and buy your comic books. Oh, I'm with that. Uh let's turn this into a movie. Now I'm all pumped after that bucket list thing. Um the website is uh www.ivorycomics.com. Uh if you guys wanna go ahead and go to Magic Highway website, if you wanna put in a request for the book, they'll let me know and uh put in your address. I will ship it to you. Uh also uh you can look me up on Facebook, just you know, Facebook and go to Eli Ivory pretty much. Um I'm putting some sites together and I'm actually working on having the book be put out digitally, but I don't think that'll be done until next week. So 
Well, more updates to come, so thanks. All right, stay tuned to future Magic Railway episodes so that you can get more information from Eli as he, produce, as he produces them. And, of course, if you want to support the show, guys, uh, we got that Amazon link out there on the right-hand side of the page of every page that you go to. Just click on that before you go shopping on Amazon, and every little bit of your purchase comes back and supports the show. We would definitely appreciate it. Also, too, if you want to help us directly, you can buy some of our T-shirts, man. Go look at the shop part of our website, and you can find our merchandise page where you can buy some T-shirts and various Magic Our Way products, some coffee mugs, some handkerchiefs, some, I think, underwear I might have done, too. Because uh, that was possible. It was kind of funny. Or maybe it was a bikini bottom. I don't know what it was. Oh, it was, uh, I thought you meant yours. <laughs> All right. I, I thought your old underwear was for by sale. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Collector's item. It's a little breezy, but you can definitely use that. It's okay. <laughs> um, but anyway, last of guys, we want to thank you for listening to the show. We don't have a bevy of choices when you're choosing a Disney podcast, and we definitely appreciate you guys making us one of your listening uh, uh, routines. So... Uh, if you could do us a favor, man, go to iTunes or wherever you download the show and leave us a rating and a review. We would definitely appreciate it. Just keeps us uh, in the forefront of their minds, man. And look, Brazil, we're coming for you, man. We're campaigning for you. We got four people. I want more Brazilians. <laughs> we need more. We need at least a tour group size uh, oh. l- l- group of listeners, you know, and then we'll, we'll start with that and go from there. So we plan to have a future uh, guest on this show of Brazilian descent that uh, actually worked at the parks and is working for DreamWorks. Yeah, yeah, in Brazil currently. So. Yeah, so just to tease out a future show coming down the pipe, uh, you you probably want to definitely listen to that interview and have that guest on. But anyway, uh, without further ado, guys, it is time to end the show. My name is Kevin, and I am Danny, and Magic out. <laughs> <laughs>